across the world. 24 hours a day. This is Fatten Radio International. This may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle light years ahead of its time. An epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. You have reached the event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio. With me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Chris Hayes. Hello there. We're the publisher and editor-in-chief of Starburst magazine. We make sure that it exists and it is out there. Somehow, it ends up on sale all around the world, and some of you buy it. And some of you don't, but some of you listen to this show. Yeah, we're on the final week of the latest issue now. We've got one week and one day. Oh, right, so are you doing the... It's... uh, Be careful, it's going... Going to be sold out. Okay. Well, the last issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We actually do only have a few remaining last issues of the Return of the Jedi 40th celebration issue. So if you if you've not picked that up yet, you've literally got two weeks, two three weeks. Why should they pick it up? Because it's fabulous. I've heard it is off yes. some people. Yeah. I've heard it is off some people. It actually, actually, you know, all joking aside, the Return of the Jedi content went went really, uh, went down really well with people. I yeah. I think uh, it was nice, nice trip down memory lane for a lot of people, that. It. You know, I'm gutted that I missed it at the cinema. Oh, it came out the other you... week. April 28th, it came out for one week and I was just too busy with other stuff. You won't be good. Why? A massive fight kicked off. What, at one screening? Yeah, well, how the do you Odeon. Know that? Oh, I wouldn't have gone to the Odeon, don't I worry was about that. Brian, uh, in Manchester. What, so did you we go? Went... Oh, yeah. To Return of the Jedi? Of course I did. Last week? Well, I'm a bit older than you. Not last week. That's I thought you I'm meant when it was. About. Oh, no, I thought the... you meant when it came out. No, I saw it when it came oh, out many, my. many, many well, times. I, I mean, know. you didn't make it clear. I said last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that that does... The re-release. Oh, okay. April 28th, it came out for one week only in the UK. Oh, I've got a cinema room for that. It's fine. Yeah, but... Unless it was the original with a a, uh, nub-nub. And uh, Lapty Neck. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. Instead of Jedi rocks. Oh. Jedi does not rock. Hey, we don't like this change. Uh, the the yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Good on you, George. You just tweaked some stuff, and it all worked, and no one was aware what you did. Mm, first one, oh god, precisely no, stuff. Awful. Yeah, and then the third one, we've lost. I mean, I do, I do like the end though. I do like the end with all the statues being pulled down and and that and it is a very nice theme that John Williams did, but I like Nub Nub and I like the simplicity of that that Ewok village and them go oh, it's all over we've won now and all the rest of it and I don't know you can argue that this was more this was more sophisticated the the remix but. No, but Jap- Jedi rocks. No, the end. The end celebration was more, you know, in depth. It showed all the world you'd seen in the prequels and everything else. It linked the Return of the Jedi to like six movies instead of three. But Jedi rocks. They said no one remembers that song. Everybody remembers Lappineck. And that's easy for me to say. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. No, I think it's Lapteneck. 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 I know what it's. I know it inside out. I can. I can hum Jedi it. Jedi rocks is just too over over animated. Well, You've they look size... like cartoon characters yes, with big do. massive lips and slobbering chops. You know you what? Know? I just learned though recently, actually putting that issue together and you know combing through all the archival pictures and whatnot, that that little fella, the little furry fella that they mm. had as the lead singer alongside Sice Noodles in the special edition. Did you know that he was always there in Jabba's Palace? No, no. Yep. He's there, deep background. okay. Deep background character, yeah. Well, that's not too bad then. No, it's not too bad, but we still didn't need him stepping up to the, uh, the, the camera and... Screaming. Well, it was all the showing saliva. Showing tonsils. No, <laughs> it was the saliva. Oh, no. I, I, I just, I don't need the saliva. I don't need it. No. And size noodles is uh, lips. Big yeah. puckered lips. Yeah. What's that all about? Yeah. And he thought that we needed that. You know, he's gonna, he, he always wanted to do that, though. He wanted a crazy-ass place full of crazy aliens with well, he weird he exotic names. Well, he did it in the cantina, but he didn't have any money, did he? Yeah. And then he redid it in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But he thought that didn't go far enough. Oh, it certainly did. Well, he I, I think, think he so. just fell in love with his, uh, the special effect, the CGI yeah, I, I capabilities of ILM, you know, and wanted to push them. It does. It doesn't work. I don't like it. I think what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and catch him round the bins at the back of that chippy again. Oh yeah, you spoke I to heard him about you. nine years ago. Yeah, didn't I did. And he he wasn't going through a good phase, but he's had he's had. I mean, he didn't keep that Disney money. That's the misnomer. Everybody goes, oh, you know, George and his Disney billions. Well, George didn't keep the money. He, he gave it away, most of it, and, and you know, so we don't know. He might be around them bins again. And then invested in his museum as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I've had a museum. It didn't end well. It turns out there's not a lot of money in uh, mermaid key rings <laughs> when your uh, museum is free admission. Was it a, was it a uh, museum of mermaids? It wasn't. It was a, nau- gone. a nautical museum. Oh, no, I'm out. But but nautical meant well. This was me pushing it a bit. Where you've got a gift shop, so I'm thinking, okay, 
Mermaid key rings. Giant squid um, plushies. What? What? All right. What do you reckon the range of key rings was? We've got a mermaid. You know that, yeah. Mm. What else do octopi. you think? There was an octopus one. Good. Yes. Sharks. No, I didn't have a shark because I was worried that they they don't like you going on about sharks in Jersey. Why? Because there are some and they don't want you to know about it. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they I didn't know that. Not many. Hardly any. And they, they sort of wander. A lot of them die. But during the week or two, if they're in the wrong part of the jet stream, whatever the Gulf Stream, they they end up thrashing about and they'll just attack anyone. Yikes. So they don't like you going on about that. I, sh- I can't believe that. Actually, I shouldn't have said that. Don't be Never taking mind. no dips in Jersey. So, yeah. oh, no, it's a bit further out. You've got to go a little bit. You can't get it just in the bay. You Do you know? reckon you've got a Megalodon out there? Not a Megalodon, no. Did you see the trailer for the Meg 2? I did. Coal on the trench. I don't like that bit. The trench. I mean, yeah, they're trying you to build it. We, we know that. We've been talking about a trench on here a while, haven't we? We're about that one. The, Mariana Trench. There you go, yeah. where it all is. So they're going to go. They oh, this Meg- is... Megatron down there, yep. Yeah. Comes so, up a lot. <laughs> yeah, but they're acting like um, they're the first to, to capitalise on it. I'm not sure about that. Looks wild, though, doesn't it? They've taken this uh, simple shark formula. The simple giant. shark formula. Yes. And, uh, now applied... there's a title. They, that should, they should have gone with that instead yeah. of the trench. Yeah. And uh, and uh, chucked in a load of uh, giant monsters. Yeah. Why not, though? Yeah. I mean, I? but, but you know, he's, this isn't his only... This is, I think, to make up for that goddamn movie that's out at the moment. I say goddamn movie. I've not seen it, okay? So anybody that's watched this film... What film? Tell Jason me. Statham is in a heist movie, and he's playing a character called Orson Fortune. Orson Fortune. That is a sexy name. Yeah, but that sounds brilliant. And the, t- the film is called Operation Fortune. Why does that sound brilliant? That just sounds like someone went, oh, there's an Orson Fortune to be had here. Oh, I know. Let's call him Orson Fortune. That's literally what happened. You know that happened. You were. You might as well have been at that meeting. Yes, I agree. Well then, it doesn't. And you're all right matter. with that. I am more than all right oh, with it. Yeah. It's gone right to the top of my yeah, watch yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's do um, a heist movie. Let's go. The first guy, the the, the lead, um, Robin Bat, Robin Bastard. Yeah. What about See that, that also see, because that bastard. suggests it's got a real sense of humour about itself. Nothing, not everything awesome. has to be super uh, super serious. Like the Meg itself, you know, you've got him surfing massive waves on a jet ski with a spear in his hand in slow motion, leaping over this shark, and know. you know it looks badass. You know, we're not meant to take it serious. It's fine. Plus, this Operation Fortune, yeah, is directed by Guy Ritchie. And oh well, then there's there's definitely no doubt that um, oh damn it, I had it then. What this is Jason Statham's time to shine. You know what? I was going to reprise that oh, in a second, you so you've ruined that now. Oh, how yeah. can you ruin yourself? I was going to say this really is Jason Statham's time to shine. Well, that's got to be added to this. No, I don't think that was a clean. Don't think that was we a clean. Don't, one. You might you want to do it again? You know, no, I do not. Yeah, well, no, I'm yeah. not performing monkey. You're the on. Aubrey Plaza's in it as well. Yeah, I know, and, and that was the shocker to me. Yeah, I was kind of like, you know, when you see this mate at school, and he's he's quite a sensible chap, and he's you don't hang out with him, but you've got a sort of respect for him because when you're dicking about, and and he's 
beavering away, getting his work done, and the teacher respects him, but not enough that you want to shove his head down the toilet, just enough that you think, yeah, okay, he's quite cool. And, and then he, you see him smoking outside of something, and then you think, oh, and that's this, this is the equivalent of catching Aubrey Plaza smoking outside. I don't agree. And you know, it kind of is. I don't agree. She read the script. She she thought, wouldn't this be a challenge? No, she doing didn't. an action movie. No, she with, didn't. She, she did. She. Have uh, you heard her spoke? Speak, speak oh, about you, this. You've yeah. heard her spoken about I, this. I, I have. have. You? Yes. Yeah. And what did she spoke about this? Uh, I'll. Are we doing this now? That she's fucking Are we doing happy? this, pointing yeah. out every time I'm we point- misspeak? I am not going to do that because no. I, I am in no place to exactly. do that. Exactly. But the, I'm just going to say, are you really telling me that she's like gone into depth about this? Yes, I saw her on um, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Or, no, actually, not Jimmy Fallon because I don't watch him because I'm... Why? He is, I don't know. There's something wrong with him. I can see that that is a human being yeah, that but doesn't have a soul. You've met his sister. Looking, no, Kimmel. Oh, Kimmel's Fallon, it's one. Kimmel. Again, right. I misspoke for, you know, the. Um, let's keep a, keep a tab going. What's that? Well, it's a Fourth mess time. already. We're 18 minutes into the show. Good God. Anyway, Jimmy Kimmel, the good one. Yeah, she was speaking to him years ago about Operation Fortune. Okay. And she was very excited about it. And she knew the uh, that it was ridiculous that she was going to star in an action movie. So I reckon we all go through this together. Let's make a pact and we'll watch start. Operation Fortune. By next week, yeah. you've got to watch it, I've okay. got to watch it, and the okay. listeners all have to watch it. Yeah. And we're all going to meet up here next Wednesday, yeah. and we're going to compare notes. Sharing the pain. Yeah. Operation Fortune, starring Jason Statham. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not. I wasn't going to drag her into this, but uh, but if she's enjoying herself too much in this film, I I will blame her. Well, let's let's all have a look. Yeah, and oh, this can qu- kick off that regular feature that we've been talking about as well, where we assign homework each yes, each week, and we all be. it's like Richard and Judy's book club. Yes, but for cool movies, they they should be homework. Well, this this particular show. We're going to end with a review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and it's quite an important film, and we'll get into why later on. But we, we've been really lucky because we've had a message from one of the stars of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So I'm just going to uh, play it for you now, Chris. You can nice, okay. make of this what you will. Hi, I'm actress Jennifer Holland, and I am a huge fan of Starburst magazine. You can catch me in the final Guardians of the Galaxy movie, or in any movie involving my husband, James Gunn. I would like to assure your readers that these roles were carefully created and that I was just perfect for all of them. It isn't a case of roles in exchange for the swapping of bodily fluids. If that were the case, what was the point of the whole suffragette movement? Sally Ride making her ill-fated journey into space, or finally getting a black female elected as vice president of the United States? That social progress would have been undermined. I just thought it important to clear that up. As long as James Gunn keeps coming, um, I mean, the parts keep coming, I will be in the genre roles that Starburst readers love. Good luck with tonight's show, guys. Well, thank you, Jennifer. That was uh, amazing, wasn't it? Good, How nice of us. She's uh... took the time out. Yes. I, I thought that, yeah. really, to be honest. And, and that's a lot more forthright than she's been in in some interviews not about this film because 
the, the they've been interviewing the actual guardians themselves. But you know, in other films, some people have spoken to her from time to time. Look, I, I, she got the the biggest laugh from me in that movie. Unironically, there's there was a moment of physical comedy that she she does, and it's I won't, won't ruin it. But my God, I howled laughing. She was excellent. Yeah, yeah. She's she great is. in Peacemaker. She is. She is. She's wonderful in Peacemaker. I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's been some greats, haven't they, over the years? You know, some greats. I mean, we've got some still now with us. You know, uh, I think Paltrow. Uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, when she's not doing those candles, she's okay. And then you've got um, Helen Mirren. She's still with us. And now you've got Jennifer Holland amazing isn't it to be around when when all of it's happening because people go on about all oh, the greats Laurence Olivier but people maybe weren't born when he was doing his uh, big stuff but we've got Jennifer Holland and we can nurture her and we can watch everything she achieves over the next few years I don't get it especially at DC I think you'll find it, it, it that, that that might be uh, filmography from now on but but you never know that's fine by me. Are you sure? I, I 100%, yeah. Yeah, I Actors know. got to act. What's your favourite Jennifer Holland moment then? Is it is it the... Um... Uh, the bit that I wasn't going to spoil from Guardians 3. That, well, that doesn't spoil anything. It's a great scene. I'll tell you my favourite, right? And I think you'll agree with me on... You will agree with me on this. It was the uh, post-credits scene from uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Yeah, we discussed that at length Yeah, no. on a previous episode. That was my favourite. And then um, we're going to be done with that, because that was... Uh, we, you all know our feelings on that. And the origins of why she was on there, so let's not get in the blame game. Want her fault. I agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree. Because she was kind of drafted in, because they messed up big time on what they were going to do. Well, it wasn't the filmmaker's fault, was was it? It it was someone with huge bulging biceps that is not in Fast X. Yeah, you don't need to be coy. It was The Rock. I'm just, you never know, The goddamn Rock, yes, we do know. Well, he might might send us a message next week. He might get in touch. He might get get in touch. You might have made him angry. Good. Are you sure? Good, because I've been sick of his shit for years now. Oh, Right. Yeah, it's fucking bland, man. Oh. Okay. Sorry, I have. I've been, no, I, I mean, have been saying it for a while. I don't, Young Rock's I don't good, think though. he's got any range whatsoever. Young Rock's funny. I, like, I, I do I like first, that. Yeah, I've heard. At first. But I'm not going to be putting that one on my watch list. Oh, you Maybe see. my tea time watch list. It's very honest, though. Cool. Does some naughty stuff. Great. As a youngster. Wow, that. I'm yeah. fascinated by The Rock yeah. and his history. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed can't, it. Can't wait. It I was know. all right. Yeah, it's a tea time watch. It's yeah, yeah, enough. yeah. You know, you can eat your food. Yeah. You can have your little... It's a McDonald's perfect one. You know, you do the McDonald's is there, you're unwrapping it. I, do you know what? I've even peeled the chicken McNuggets for Mr. Paws while I've been watching that. That's very, very nice. Dude, well, that's perfect show, isn't it, for that? Yeah. So while he's there... Meowling and he meowling. Won't... You've yeah. added an L there. What's is that the original That's terminology? More, no, is that the it's a meow. Right, a meow is wow. 
like that, right? Jesus the owling is when there is a purpose. He's seen that there is food. He knows what it is, and he wants you to hurry the fuck up. And the owl is more like, Meow. it's got more verve to it. There's like, hurry up, come on. What am I waiting for? I've never been so disturbed. And me owling. I'm sat across from a grown man yeah. doing cat noises. No, you say this is what I get. But, you know, the problem is you, it's a it's an absolute minefield because you peel the chicken McNuggets, but they're really hot. So you, you don't want to burn your fingers. So you're sort of blowing on the shell of them. And then you get to the point where you peel the shell off, but they're still too hot. But he's seen the flesh now, so he wants them. And you've got to go, no, 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 not yet, and stroke him, make, calm him down a bit. And then you sort of get the McNuggets and then you, you blow on them and you keep going, <laughs> until they're all cool. And then you break them into little bits and then feed them to him. And you get it, that sounds quick, but over a minute and a half, it's tortuous. He goes through a lot of phases during that minute and a half and he, he, he just wants, he wants it but he doesn't want to burn his nose. So you would, on the um, radio version, if you're listening to this on pod, you won't have heard, but there was a Muppet medley that introduced the show before. Yeah, and he doesn't mean he got a load of people outside who were next to the cash till no, to come in and I sing. No, because I do not. I've told you this before on this show. I do not use the word Muppet as a derogatory term. I, I get it. I find it offensive that it has been turned into oh, one over the years. Do you know what? I do get that. Anyway, did you know that there's a new Muppet show out today? No. And it's it's called The Muppets Mayhem. Okay. It's about it's a Oh, yes. It's a drama series <laughs> about uh, the Electric Mayhem yeah. going on the road again. Yeah. In it to fulfill If you just said Dr. Teeth, yeah. I would have got it. Yeah, I remembered. I've been wanting to see this. Yeah, out today. I didn't know it was just today. Re- just realised that's where everyone will be now. They won't be listening to this. They'll be. No, that's why with. Uh, they'll be binge watching uh, the Muppets Mayhem on Disney Plus. It is right. It's true. I saw a taxi go by uh, on the uh, on the way to work today with a big Kermit on the side. I was like, "Oh, what's that? What's Kermit pimping? Oh, right. a range of Omega watches. Oh, for God's sake! Muppet sakes. Omega watches. Nah, yeah, it's on. It's unreal, isn't it? Yeah. I think I'm going to pick one up. Do you know, we're going to go for a break in a minute, but we've got something. If Julian Thorpe is listening, you may have thought, we only did half of your questions the other week, but we've saved the others. We've saved five questions, and we're going to sort of do one each segment, sort of. Each week. Yeah. Not Maybe not each week. Well, we'll see yeah, how no, long it takes. No, we're not doing five no. of his questions. I'm sorry, Julian. We're going to spread them oh, out. Oh, man. Let's pick one. Answer that one. Spread them out. Okay, and by the end of season 12 of this show, we'll have done them all. Hopefully. That's what we're, That's where we're going with yeah, this. because it was Definitely. a series, it was 10 questions, wasn't it, in one email? And we did five in one go, which was absurd We did ask radio. him to, though. No, we Michael. Did. Oh, we no, did. No, we didn't. We did. We didn't. We sort of did. No, we didn't. So come on, get on board and, and give us your give us your gold, give us your juice. And he, Name he, me one radio show in history that has read ten, an, an email that long out. It one, depends. Just one. I mean, just one. I don't know one no. that's done that. No, because no, you just no. don't do it. What it's you're doing, true. you're catering to Julian, 
but you're alienating the rest of the listeners. It's Let's true. get on with some content. We've got loads of news. We've got lots of recommendations of stuff that we've seen this week. Email Indeed. it with what you've been watching. It's Studio. Ju- fabradiointernational.com yep and Julian can still get involved it's fine yeah studio at fabradiointernational.com Skolomonsky and we'll be back after this hello this is famous thespian treader of the boards and character actor Oliver Reed recently I've taken to listening to the Starburst radio show I like the rather obnoxious cut of their jib, so to speak. I always admire men who are not afraid to inflict their poor drinking habits on the public. I made a fortune out of doing that very thing. So good luck, fellas, and long may you continue doing such a bad job. FabRadioInternational.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And there's a couple of emails, isn't there? Yeah. Hit it. Okay, I'll do the first one. Rob Dahl saying, hello, all I... Uh, he didn't say hello, all. He he said, hello, all. I hope you are well. It's got them them <laughs> figures in again that, that throw me. It's uh, I think it's when it's sent from my phone, I think. I'm not sure. Hello, all. I hope you're well. Mike, thank you for recommending Citadel. I was going to give it a miss as I found Richard Madden and he's acting a bit boring. Uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas and Stanley Chuchi, on the other hand, are excellent. Yeah, I. Uh, that's why I I just thought that was great. Just wanted to know what your thoughts on the right strike in Hollywood are. Do you think it will lead to great shows being cancelled if it's dragged out of a great show? Right. I'm just going to read a quick list out what's happened this week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, there you go. You came to the right place, Rob. Okay, here's a little bit of the fallout that I've picked up on this week that directly impacts shows uh, that we have discussed on here and we love. Mm. Okay. Andor, season two. Yep. Tony Gilroy, the genius behind it all, the mastermind behind it all, has today, uh, on May 1st, no, actually, it took him a couple more days. He carried on working because they're filming it over here. Yes. And under certain laws over here, I don't think you're allowed to strike in the same way, are you? No, you're not, thanks to our lovely Conservative government. Yes. So. That you all voted for, apparently. They, they cracked on. And then after a couple of days, time went on, and Tony Gilroy was starting to be called a, a scab, basically. So as of the other day. Wow. He had to um, uh, resign from Andor Season 2. Okay, so... A a show that he's been developing for about five years. Okay. And he can't do any work on it. Now, the good thing is, is that they were over halfway through shooting Season 2. Okay. Unfortunately, I think his presence on that show as as one of the, you know, the, the showrunner itself, I think he's so... He takes all these scripts so seriously, production so seriously. He's there every day throughout the entire uh, year-long shoot. Even though it's being filmed here, it's perceived, it could be perceived by people to be American in origin. He is a scab, according to a lot of people. He's a scab. And he had to bow to pressure and go, right, I'm sorry, I've, I've had to leave the production. 
But the problem is you've got different situations going on in different countries. I mean, over here, we're not as big a cunts when it comes to paying people, to be honest, and that that's absolutely true. I mean, we had a Labour government in for a while. I know this is, is heading into territory where we may get some fucking emails where, oh, we rack Yeah, we, we ended up, we have got a wage for our populace that is way above a lot of countries because we had a more centre-left government in for a while that brought in a minimum wage, and, and that minimum wage grew from there, whereas a lot of other countries, including over there, that uh, the I'm sorry for our American uh, listeners, but, you know, you've got to face facts. They, you've had a lot of right-wingers over there, and even the Democrats over here, they'd be centre-right, centre really. They'd be Tories over here. And they're not interested in giving people a wage to live on, and that's your problem. So we don't treat people quite as badly when it comes to the uh, wages we pay here. And it's a shame that he's had to fall on the sword because of those politics. Mm. But he will be in the Writers Guild of America, won't he? He will so. be, yeah, because he's doing work that's that's being uh, that's over there. But the distinction there is that, like, he's all the scripts are already uh, already written, uh, and they're ho- over halfway through filming. Yeah, but as a showrunner, the writing doesn't stop. So at any okay. day, so that someone's having a little bit of trouble with a line of dialogue or some character motivation, right? The showrunner or one of the writers on set yeah. will gather around and they'll they'll you know they'll do a quick rewrite or yeah. just even discussing it. It's not about even putting fingertips to you know a, a keyboard and popping yeah, yeah. up and final draft. It's I, it's even discussing. I get it. A line. Well, that's writing, and that's why. The Duffers have had to cancel um, Stranger Things the final season. Yeah. Until the um, all this strike stuff is is sorted out, so that's not going before cameras, and it was due to in the next month. Uh, so that's done. Daredevil: Born Again has completely shut down. Yeah. And again, that was all written, but you know it's just tough. The um, that Game of Thrones spin-off that we were talking about a few yeah. weeks ago, that shut down. Severance, unfortunately, was uh, was midway through filming. Yep. That's been shut down. But luckily, Venom Three is uh, was due to go be, go before cameras oh, uh, within the God. next within the next month. Oh and wow! If the strike isn't over, then that's going to be delayed. So you know, it's mm. not all bad. Save it for later. Exactly with yeah. Venom Three. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Here's the thing: they need paying. End of. You're making millions out of these shows. They need paying. Why are we going through this? Why has nobody learned anything from the past decade or two? The last writer's strike was about Blu-ray and DVD. Um, residuals. Residuals, yeah. yeah. And this one is about emerging markets and um, the use of AI and various other labor yeah. restrictions. that they've, they've actually tried to tighten the noose and made, make people paid less for the time that they're not actually on set as well, which is there's lots and lots of things about the strike. It's really complicated. Yeah. And, and you say they're emerging markets, but we are, we are mm. talking about the residuals and royalties uh, tied to Netflix. Yeah, streaming. Disney yeah. Plus, Prime Video, 
stars. You know, all, yeah, all yeah. these um, yeah. Lionsgate plus. Well, they're not. They're not in the agreement. Like, no, I know like they're not. The, the, the original agreement is you write for a show, and every time that show gets shown on one of the TV channels, of which there are hardly any, you will get a check. And then it became, oh well, there's a, there's about two hundred TV channels now, and they're not being shown as much because they're being scatter shot all over the place. So we're being paid a lot less. But oh, why are we being paid a lot less? Because people are buying them on Blu-ray and DVD. Oh well, our agreement doesn't cover that, so we're going on strike. Okay, you can have so much for Blu-ray and DVD. Okay. Why did you want to steal offers in the first place? Why did you not preemptively think? Let's if we're going to release this on Blu-ray. What about the people who made it? Mm. They need to be included in this contract, but they didn't. And you've got the same thing again. It's just history repeating itself. Yeah. And um, the At AI least... thing is just an added oh, talking God. point. The yeah. AI thing—they're never going to get some that because that's so fast emerging. But yes, for streaming platforms, there should be an amount per stream. The the key thing there with the streaming is that they historically, and I think it was like Netflix that started this yeah. whole thing, they don't release the figures. No, they I know, keep yeah. them to themselves. Yeah, I, I wonder why. Yeah, well, because those figures are tied to yeah. how well a show is doing, and and e- equally how yeah. well a writer who created the show or worked on the show should yeah. be paid. Yeah. But because they're all in the dark, yeah. They're, they've got no legs to and stand if on. if they're viewed to be instrumental in the revenue produced by that show, then they're going to be owed some money and they want to avoid that. And I get that. But we're not in that situation now. You've got to start releasing it. I'll be honest with you. They're lucky that it's subscriber-based because if they were carrying advertisements, and I've heard that Netflix have been toying with that reduced fee, but you've got to have adverts. It may have well, even launched. I'm not. I'm not. I'm well, not sure. Well, then there Maybe will be figures. There. Then, if that has launched, there will be figures because you will have figures for an advertiser. Say, say we went right. We're going to put an advert on on uh, Netflix in between episodes of ooh, Stranger Things. You know, imagine that we that we're that bigger company. You know, they would have to give us an amount of downloads they would literally have to give us the same as we have advertisers we have to say we've sold x amount of copies and we have a readership of this amount if you place a one-page advert in starburst magazine this is the amount of people who are going to see your advert if we can't tell them that they won't advertise so there's no way that these streaming platforms if they start to host advertising can't make those figures public because they have to or they won't be able to function. And that's the thing. I don't know where they are on that. Um, the last writer's strike in 2007 lasted 100 days. Yeah, it's going to be a while, this. It will, yeah. It so. will. And um, casualties of that strike, there were a few, actually. Um, well, it saw the rise of reality TV as well. It did, yeah. That they, yeah. Well, they claim it doesn't need writing, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, they don't does. have to. They don't have to admit that someone's writing it. That's the difference. But Essentially, the, that gave us uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, of course, sadly, it did all that era. That, the, that... Uh, the Celebrity Apprentice was uh, rushed out because it was yeah. cheap, didn't require the writers. Yeah, and uh, gave him a platform. Well, that writer strike, they did change things, and this Massive. one will as well. And I'm hoping that people will hang in 
on these shows that are worth persevering with. And I know that people have to go and get other work if the, this is going on. I get that. But, I mean, you don't want a disaster like last time. Remember what happened to the big show that went? Uh, no. But I'm I'm sure there were many, but... Bionic Woman. Oh, Reboot. No. Oh. It went 12 oh. episodes in. How did you cope? Man? That was the big... Uh, oh, well, you know, that was uh, Katie Sackhoff's new show. Um, did, well, she it was, was Michelle Ryan was the uh, character. She was from EastEnders. Yeah. There you go. And she hit it big and she was uh, doing interviews. She was, oh, she was going to be the next big thing. Where is she now? And Katie Sackhoff was the villain. And then, you know, she's managed to find work. Oh, just a little bit. Yeah. I love seeing Sackhoff on the rise again. Brilliant. Do you? Yeah. I you do. get a rise out of seeing Sackhoff. Uh, talking to cancelled shows, it's not due to, it's not due to the uh, writer's strike, but they've uh, just canned True Lies. I haven't seen That's it. It's a yet. shame, isn't it? I haven't. I d- so, so I like that film. So, so nobody watched True Lies. It only came out about two weeks ago. It's the cancelled. film it's gone. Everybody went crazy about. I watched it. I enjoyed it. I like Schwarzenegger and I like Jamie Lee Curtis. It was nice seeing them in a film together. There was a lot of action sequences. It was okay. I haven't re. When have I last rewatched that? I uh, I can't remember the last time I've seen it on TV by accident no, or on. So. It's a one-watcher. It is. A yeah. one-watcher. Is yeah. that a new one? Yeah. We need to have that. You know, we, we're going to have to start on these emails, you know. We've got to have a break in about five minutes. So, right. Well, we, we've know. just answered one in depth. Yeah. So that's good, isn't it? Yeah. See, you got, you got, you know, that was a good question. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know. The, Should get a badge for that one. Have you heard of SWAT? The TV show, right, SWAT. Right, here we go. Do you really want to get back into the... Uh, right. No, did you hear that it got cancelled last week? Yes. And now it's been uncancelled? Yes. Yeah. So However, don't lose hope for true lies, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't... You, you Well, you, you, you're actually upsetting people because they were glad it's gone. But <laughs> it's okay. SWAT was originally Robert Urich. In the, uh, I think, late 1970s, he'd done Las Vegas. Vegas, the TV show. Right. You know the one with I Dan do. Tanner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, he, his show after that was SWAT. Yeah. And no and one knew what movie. that was. Special Weapons and Tactics. Yeah. yeah. No one knew what that was. So SWAT, the TV show, that was big. And this is a reboot of that, but with no story elements, no characters, and, and, and no, not the theme music. Literally nothing from that show. That's cool, isn't it? It's interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah. Did you, they, you, so was you that, wonder why they'd pay for that, wouldn't you? Was the movie with Colin Farrell and I think Michelle Rodriguez was that a reboot? I don't of that know. Show? I don't know because I, d- I don't think any of these are. I think they think SWAT that was a is a, is a cool is a cool name. It's not even that cool. It's not now. No, it was then because you wondered, right, when you first heard that, you went SWAT and you went, oh, right, the dots mean it stands for summer. What does that mean? And then you you sort of go, oh, special weapons and tactics. Awesome. Oh, great. And you felt like you were an insider and then you were part of the show and uh, yeah, it's not like that anymore. There you go. It's like CSI, you you launch any new show or that, you don't just suddenly go, oh my God, that stands for Crime Scene Investigation. Because you're not not damaged in the head. 
I didn't even know what it stood for actually. Thanks for clearing well, what that did up. you well what what did you think it was then? Sissy, criminals, stalking the internet. No. Criminals subintelligent. Yes. Something like that. Right. Yeah. But that's not the case. We see you got a cube on a deal with Stu. Uh, there's, there's a okay, stew on. Stu. There's a says, stew boiling. Bub- oh, sorry, that doesn't work. You don't boil a stew, do you? You, uh, bubble. you can leave it. You can leave it boiling, I guess. Well, no, you don't left, want to leave anything. Well, he's emailed ages, it's ages ago, so you've left him boiling here. Yeah, bubbling he away. emailed at uh, 7.10. There you go. Yeah, which is weird because no, we started the, the, this, this. Good evening. I yeah. thought I would ask a series of questions as well. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Stu, oh, come fuck, on, man. Oh, God's sakes. As you seem to enjoy them the other week. Oh. Uh, we hadn't, we've not even finished them. Stu, oh. come on, man. I'm just getting a red bull. Okay, I'm going to read, oh. read one out. I'm what are some him. of the best sci-fi and fantasy adaptations of books or oh, comics boy. that you've seen recently? Okay, you get thinking on that one, Mike. How do you think the genre of sci-fi has evolved over the years in terms of themes, styles, and technologies? That's an essay. That's an essay that needs to be written. Shit, he's actually... We've just managed to get through the other email and he's topped us up. <laughs> what are some of the benefits and challenges of creating sci-fi stories in different media formats, such as podcasts, films, or games? Oh. Stu, come on, man, please. Who are some of your favourite sci-fi authors or directors, and Why? How do you balance realism and imagination when creating or consuming sci-fi stories? <laughs> Fuck oh, me. What right. are some of the ethical and social issues that sci-fi stories can explore right, or okay. raise awareness? Okay. Oh, we're going to have to take a break with that one and uh, Fuck me. get our laptops out and uh, start hammering out these answers. Right, we'll answer one. Okay. We'll answer one. Right. Go for the first one. I reckon over the last um, maybe five years, the Netflix Daredevil was incredibly close to the Frank Miller comic book of Daredevil, and that's the closest to something where I've read it and then I've seen it come to life. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to just go for a recent one because I was wanting to mention this tonight and discuss it with you, but there was um, the new Apple TV series, Silo, is based on a series of books. We discussed them before, didn't we? Yes. That came out over 10 years ago. In fact, we were talking about them. 10 years ago on this show. And I'm going to blow wool. your mind. Yeah, oh, you beat me. I was going to say wool then. Wool, yeah. Yeah, because I've been thinking of a sheep oh. so I could remember. <laughs> no, no, because I wanted a, I wanted to discuss Silo tonight and I knew you'd bring it up and yeah. I thought, if you think it's sheep, you'll know it's wool and you've gone and ruined it. It's okay. So, uh, you know, full disclosure, I never read the book series, Wool, but... This is a cracking sci-fi show so far. I'll probably think of something else later on, but because we were going to talk about that anyway, and it is a recommendation oh, so fuck, far, fuck, isn't fucking it? Fucking hell, it's a recommendation. Yeah. If you have got, unless someone's dying and you've got to spend them last minutes with them, the most important thing you can do is watch Silo. Good Lord, that is a good recommendation. Where do you find it? Apple TV+. Plus. It's Apple TV or, or other ways review copies but but do you know what apple tv they really deserve the support i I would if i cancelled every streaming service i had at the moment i'd probably just get apple 
on You've it. Got so. For All Mankind on there. All my favourite shows are on there. There's another one that, which I've not seen quite yet. Oh, Severance as well. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so if you've not seen that, get on that. You've got a full and season that of that. that is going gangbusters. Yeah. Oh, because you're, you're nearly finished with season one now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, about that? seven episodes in. I did that the cool episode where they do the slow-mo heist walk up the corridor. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. totally out of place in something like that, but it worked. <laughs> Amazing. I was reading uh, Paul Mount's new TV Zone for the next issue yesterday as well. Yeah. And he's uh, plugging next next issue already. Oh yeah. And he highly recommends another Apple TV Plus show that I admittedly haven't checked out yet. Okay. Called The Big Door Prize and it's about a small town and this mysterious machine uh, turns up out of the blue. You queue up, you press a button and you get a ticket. The ticket says what your true life's purpose should really be. That You've blown my mind. So the whole That's town, idea. the whole town, get obsessed with this, yeah. and they each get their true life's purpose. Some are so setting, you know, a lot of people on other paths, depressing some people because it's like, I'm never going to be an astronaut. That can't be right. But they are right. Interesting. Mounty yes. Mounty says it's fantastic, and we're also they've, you know, it was only released a couple of weeks ago, and you've already got a season well. two. Before but, we go to a break, yes. are you going to give Mounty the credit that he deserves? Oh, yes, this is, that's a perfect segue. And yeah. then we'll do our break. Mounty emailed in earlier on today. Mr. Paul Mount, the longest-running writer still with Starburst magazine, the, the veteran Paul Mount, which I realise has a connotation where you're making him sound old. No, veteran as in time-served. And he is uh, he, his column, TV Zone, if you don't watch TV or you need recommendations or you're just a bit lost, or oh, what can I watch? I don't know what I'm into. That is the most amazing place to hang out. If every issue you just read TV zone, you will get at least one or two amazing shows that you may have not watched. Darn tooting, yeah. It's one of my favourites. Mm. TV zone. Anyway, he just emailed. He didn't, he didn't email for us to do this, but he was just telling no. us... That uh, upcoming next Tuesday is a show on CBS reality called Wrongly Accused. Yeah. And it stars him. Yep. As Stefan Kitsko. Yep. So these are like true true crime type. Uh, um, yeah. How do you Young describe girl. it? Yeah, yeah. They, um, they're reconstructions. They're reconstructions, yeah. reconstructions. Drama reconstructions, yeah. So it's like a crime watch reconstruction, but with acting, yeah? Yeah. And some of them are really good. It, well, it's basically Dateline that's on in the United States. You know Dateline. It's one of the longest running shows of this. It sort of wrote the I know the book. Chris Hansen to catch a predator. Yeah. Um, the the yes. thing that, they, that was born from there and mm. then span off onto its own thing. Jesus, and, uh, that's a tough watch, that one, I tell you. <laughs> it's such a strange show. You you hope it's not real. And, and oh, you it's see all real. They're all there with the little box of pizza for the young friend they've met on the internet. Yeah. And you go, oh, shit. But, go check but, it out on YouTube. But, yeah, this this um, show, Stefan Keshko, Leslie Mulseed, young girl, gets murdered and raped. Oh, they've Jesus. got a um, They've got DNA. The police have the DNA, but they withhold it and they get 
somebody in the village who's mentally deficient, who's known as a weird character because he's got a mental age of about eight and nine, but he's a grown guy, lives with his mum, you know the score. And so they went, oh, yeah, we'll arrest him. They talked him into confessing to it, and they went to prison, even though they knew that his blood type, they tested him, and his blood type, they didn't have DNA then, uh, like they had now, but they had they could tell a blood type was different, and they got it. They knew it wasn't him, and he ended up in prison for his life. So when it basically gets out, there is justice, but it's not good enough. And one of the people on the team that was dealing with this and and helping overcome the evidence was uh, Paul Cunningham. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting. Oh, yeah, my dad. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I did not know that. So it is an interesting little story. Wow. This. Yeah, a lot of people got involved in it because they were so outraged at what the police did. So a lot of barristers and a lot of solicitors in the North gave a lot of free time just to go, yeah, you give it me. I don't care about billable hours, just out. we want to put this right. So it's a big it's a big deal, and, and it's amazing that Paul's in it. That he's, I mean, that is not an easy role because that is a oh, mentally challenged individual. Bloody hell, Paul! That's uh, a hell of a uh, a hell of an endeavour, there, mate. Yeah, I yeah. Hope it... part one, May sixteenth. Yeah. I'd like to say part I hope... two, May twenty third. Yeah, I'd like to say I hope you enjoyed the experience, but I, I don't, I'm not sure that's an appropriate comment. No, really. I'd love to talk to him about it. Oh, oh, talk to him about it. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you've sort of got a when you're acting, you've got to put yourself in the shoes of the person, and uh, it's not a great story. If you're going to do that convincingly, you're going to end up a little bit upset yourself along the way. Anyway, let's have a break. We've got quite a few more emails to get through. In fact, we're backing up. We're we're drowning, man. We're drowning. We'll be fine. Okie dokie. Starburst Radio. For genre fans that think Daniel Craig is a lumpen-faced mess. Across the world. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And I've just lost a comic on eBay. I'm just trying to get it up now. I know what it's gone for. 72 quid. 72 quid. Have you not got it? No. Bid at identity protect. You didn't get it? No. Socks done it. It's the first appearance of Rocket Raccoon in a comic book. And it was up and it was a. Uh, I was trying to get it. Oh, man. That's how I. That's, that's how distracted I get. Anyway, sorry. I was just trying to um, get it at the last minute there and then the. Uh, I misjudged when the break ended. <laughs> we forgot. We forgot. It's okay. we, we said we'd do it live on air. We did. Track this book down. And we forgot. Yeah. It's all the quality content. Yeah. 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 Really good. Yep. It is. Anyway. Okay. Should I comfort you with uh, an email? Yeah. Summit good. Summit nice. Okay. We've got, oh, Julie B. Julie B's always got some nice things to say, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Julie B says, oh, guys, answer his questions. Don't be cruel. Mm -hmm. Be different. Oh, Wait, what? Be different. Like other people aren't. They don't care. 
Oh, we're we supposed care. to care. We're full of love. Well, that's what being different is. We we actually dug an email out from Julian from two weeks ago. True. And carried on you answering see. his questions. There you go. Other people would have just forgotten that. Yeah, so Julie, or maybe she didn't pick up on that. Or maybe she's just thinking of the other one that we... We read the beautiful question. Well, she hasn't told me what that Welsh wine is yet. No. Well, so perhaps you know, Julie B could because she I said... I do with some of that at the moment. Well, it's got, she said it's that she wanted to bit. come down to the studio, so maybe she could one week. Bring some Welsh and wine. Bring the Welsh wine. Yep. And then, you know, you'll see that in person that we're not cruel. No, we're not cruel. We're, we're certainly just different. Slightly incompetent. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want another? Yeah, go on. Okay, another one to cheer you up. Oh, it's Julian. He'll be well chuffed that we carried on with his questions. Yep. Julian says, Well, I am sorry you find my questions a pain in the royal arse. I just hope to add to your wonderful show. Oh, boy. No, No. Julian, the writer's strike one, that was yours. Yeah. I think we gave about 15 minutes on that. You, you, was that not the good enough? most important contributor to tonight's show, Julian. Oh, no. Yes. no, it's just uh, there sometimes isn't enough time to go through quite so many. I, I, I propose a two-question limit on, on these. I, I would two say, thoughtful questions. I would and say that's wise. Dive in. Very yeah. wise. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, but we we really appreciate you. Look, look, you you could do anything tonight, and the fact that anybody's listening to us and 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 interacting is nothing but a bloody amazing thing. Speaking of which, Geldart's emailed him. Oh, out. he's got. Ge- why is he Geldart? Then? I think why we'll you, save you, you that. Annoy- it's like you're annoyed. Let's with him. let's. He's put Geldart. Yeah, the top I know. There. Well, he's put that so you know who it is. But you don't have to call him that, do you? Yeah. I like, at, at school, you, you... It still feels like some sort of noble elven course warrior it does. type, doesn't We're it? We're going to come back to that, and I will remember, because it's talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Ooh. So we'll save that to the end. Hokey-dokely. Yes, okay. And we got one from David Bellingham. Good evening. This strike in the US made me I think. know what the thing is with him. I'm sorry to interrupt. I keep thinking of David Bellamy. I do. Do you remember him? Well, I do, of course. With a yeah. beard and all oh, the weird... Yeah. The, and all that. I can't, and that's probably not a good impersonation, is it? But do you remember what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he was a naturist. What did he deal with? Like nature stuff. Plant life and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big so bushy David, beards, yeah. David Bellingham. I think, oh, David Bellamy. Yeah. So I've, I, 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 I initially really like him anyway, because I, I quite like David Bellamy. Do you remember Dr. Magnus Pike? You don't, do you? Mm, no, I know the name. Do you remember Barbara, Barbara Woodhouse? Yeah, of course. Sit? Yes. Yeah. yeah she These tra- are all she, British. She trained dogs. Yeah, it's all British stuff. All our American listeners, I do apologise, but, you know, I have to watch a load of your pop culture shows, and I don't know who the fuck I'm watching when these gags hit left, right and centre. You've seen some of these shows, and you're supposed to know who the cameo is on Billions this week, and it's some famous chef that's on some reality TV show over there, and I don't know who it is, and I'm not going, oh, my God, I can't believe they've got them. And then there's a basketball player. Oh, my word, how could they get him to be in it? And I don't know, it's lost on me. Well, you'll be lost with this one. Then. So there's is, a, there's you know. A, there's a new show coming out. But you haven't said what he said. No, no, I'm going to get back to that in a second. We don't sh- lose David Bellingham. I'm not. I can keep a lot of things Bellingham, in sorry. Yeah. Oh, God, I just, it's fine. that was actually an accident. That. Talking about minor celebrities, there's a new show coming out called Stars on Mars, right? With, uh, what is and that? It's, it's hosted by William Shatner. Oh, fucking hell. And so you know got, he's got a show on at the moment. Right, well, he's got... He's, brown Bag Wine. 
what, where he what invites earth? people round to his, his he goes around people's houses, yeah, right. He knocks on the door and they go hello, and it's all done like this, like hello, and he goes. Uh, hi, I'm William Shatner. And they go, oh, my God, what are you doing coming round here? Come in my house to this beautifully set up sound studio in my kitchen where we can talk about food and we will drink wine and then we'll talk about the wine. Oh, be nice. Brown bag Maybe show. we can get in contact with him and sell him to pop round Julie B's house. You could have the Welsh, the Welsh wine, yeah. Welsh wine, yeah. telling you. Stars on Mars, right? So they put a load, load it's of It's not a good title. Minor celebrities on a uh, Mars colony, okay? And they have to work together on various challenges and get voted off and then be sent back down to work. You need to explain that it's not real. What's not real about the it? The Mars colony. It's, it's not like well, it's space called, cadets, it's called is it? stars on Mars. Yeah, but they know that they're not really on Mars, don't they? Whereas in space cadets, they thought they were really in a spaceship on the way to, yeah. to uh, orbiting the Earth. Well, Lance Armstrong, Ariel Winter... From Modern Family. Oh, Lance Mc- Armstrong, bike man. The, McLovin. The, the biking guy. Christopher Mintz-Plass is in it as well. Well, what's this all about? <laughs> oh, and they, they've got to do... So are they doing the film The Martian, but for real, but it's fake? Uh, yeah, challenges like that. So are they going like to use that, their yeah. own shite to grow plants and stuff? Because I, I can't well, see that. I can't I'd, see Lance Armstrong I'd watch popping. that putting his bike in the bike shed and then going shitting all over a load of... Um, well, probably not allowed his bike up load there. ...load of vegetables. It's only a small cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd squeeze that in because okay, you were talking okay. about minor celebrities and not knowing who people are, but yes. I haven't got the full list in front of me either, so I'll abandon that one. This strike in the USA made me think... This is David Bellingham, by the way. Do you think that the British writers are not getting a fair deal as well? No, I think it's a lot more transparent than it is over there. It is, and they are better paid from a base point. Yeah. I just think that wages over here are slightly more. Where, where Right, we go to America a lot, and you'll get... You, and it cuts whatever you, you do, whatever realm you live in. If you're looking at someone who is a bar manager or a CEO of a film company or, a you know, someone who's a DPI of a, a film set, whatever everybody's got the levels, these differences in what people get paid. That's not the issue. The issue is what, on average, do people get paid? All I know is over here, there are people that work, there are restaurant managers, there are bar managers that I know that if they they get paid and if they get some tips, that's a nice something that they use towards things, yeah? In America... We, uh, me and Chris, we've been in places where we're well aware if we don't tip them, they haven't got enough money to live. And that's the difference between over here and America when it comes to pay structure. And they'll let in, you know that as well. And that is, and they do let <laughs> you know that. And, uh, yeah, and you got to tip. I've had a lot of conversations with people about this, and that is a real thing. And it, it depends where what you believe caused this or not. I... I leave it up to you. I've made some comments in the show, everybody. I don't want to get into politics too much, but it's a bit of a um, bit of a pain in the arse, isn't it? Yeah. Professor G. N. Martin says, oh, oh, uh, "This is called questions seventy to eighty-five. Is this? It's actually become a thing. 
this, on it? Um, everybody know. Were we actually acting that bothered by the fact of how many questions there was that it's become a meme now? It's, it's become a meme. It now. seems to have uh, like we've missed the last one because he's, oh, he's written so much it kind of spills over to this one. So I'm just going to read it out verbatim. Dot 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 ellipses there uh, and it was not convincing because how could a gentleman that large be employed by a police service also it was a disgrace that Macmillan's wife was just billed as wife like a relative of Stepto. holy <laughs> shit what was that first question <laughs> anyway number 70 professional now pro- this is pro- done, this GM is done Martin purpose, says, number 70 I was stunned by your nostalgic reference to SWAT which I loved clambered over many bins as a result of watching and which had a banger of a theme tune. It did have a great theme tune. What would be your view of a reboot of Cat and Dog, starring Kim Basinger? It also had a cracking tune. Do you remember that? I don't, actually. I don't. I never saw that. Cat and Dog. I know Cats and Dogs. I'm really sorry, Professor. I I did not catch Cat and Dog. However, the banger of a theme tune that you mentioned with SWAT is absolutely spot on the money. It's great. good i de- i i like robert urey and i don't know what's happened to him is he dead is he still alive he was in uh, he was in vegas as dan tanner and you probably remember that as the first bits of vegas you saw till you got there that everybody thought vegas looked like that and um and then he's in swat and then he kind of disappears what happens to robert urey we'll a, find a, out a mystery for another day so so Cat and Dog, you don't know it, was that like a detective series or something? Well, he's made me want to watch it. Right, we'll dig it no. out. We'll look We'll up, get back to you we'll on get on YouTube after and then I'll see if, it, if the initial bits on YouTube intrigue. Why not? Number 71. Mm. Do we need to reboot Happy Feet? And what size? <laughs> I, don't, I didn't see that either. Happy Feet. I'm a rubbish if host. If he's talking show. about the uh, George Miller... Penguin movie. Mm. Yeah, I saw that and Happy Feet too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's the Elijah There's Wood. There's a sequel to that. Yeah, Happy Feet. Really? Too. All yes. Oh my god. Also, George Miller, director of Mad Max. Are you <laughs> Crazy. joking? No. Okay. No, I'm not. No, no I'm because not I didn't. Right. I've it sounds got, like a joke. I've got a sort of weird relationship with a CGI kind of Toy Story sort of. Me too. Um, because I love traditional animation and i love it and the minute that you got toy story 
suddenly The Princess and the Pea by Disney, which was a great film, bombs. They decide, oh, we can't do 2D. Now we're going to have to do things that look like Toy Story. And as a result, it's a mixed bag. There are some that are amazing and there are some that are absolutely awful. But my movie of the year so far, and I've got to go with two different ones. And Super you'll understand Mario why. Brothers. No, it's not Super, but that wasn't as bad. Anywhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's EO, but I'm putting that in a separate league all of its own. Yeah. My favourite commercial movie is uh, Puss in Boots. Mm, yeah. The second one. It's yeah. mag- It's a magnificent fit, and that is this kind of animation. So um, it just shows, however, doesn't it? However, because yes. I'm with you, I, I find, and I've long said this, I find the CGI animation that we've, uh, we, we're drowning in these days is is quite soulless. I know how much effort goes into it. Of course I do. But aesthetically... I get no yeah. joy out of yeah. it. Get that render farm cranked up. Yeah, uh, and but that's just a personal preference. Just like those kids can't stand two D animations. Fine, but we well, don't know they, they can. No, they this get, is the reason. This lo- is the exact reason why you just said. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. we can't have Princess in the Pea. No, Princess in the Frog. Is it the same as a kid seeing a like when I was young? Oh, the Beverly Hillbillies was being repeated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm going somewhere with this. No, I know. I know where you're going. Yeah. And I saw the early ones and they were all in black and white, yeah, whatever. And I thought, even though, clearly, as with any sitcom, show me a sitcom that after the, that's been on for like 10 years, that the last three years are the best ones. (laughs) It's rare. Yeah, I know. So I was, uh, oh yeah, I love the later ones in colour. Because yeah. I thought, oh well, that's that's what I know. I know color. Of course, you know. we have we have talked about it at length on this very show. Uh, yes, kids uh, like that style of animation. They see two D animation as old, yes, old looking, and they don't they don't get it. Yeah. So from a business perspective, it's no wonder Disney and Pixar went full tilt with the, that kind of stuff. DreamWorks and focus groups told Disney. Don't put princess in the title of anything you do or anything feminine. The Little Mermaid wouldn't have been called that. Mm. Actually, the animated one. It's weird that they've they've called it that now because they're trying to cash in on it. But if it was a new animated film, they wouldn't call it The Little Mermaid because it's a female sounding. It'd be called something like you know I don't know something to do with the narrative, like Turbo instead fish. of Rapunzel. You got tangled, yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. For, instead of the uh, the ice queen, you got frozen. Frozen. Look, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just good business. There's nothing wrong with good business as long as it doesn't trample the art. Yeah. Um, says says the guy who's been with me doing artwork covers on a magazine that we know sell less <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but we kind of like doing that. Yeah, well, we we flip flop about, don't we? As best yeah, we can. Yeah, you know, we do. Yeah. We we keep we keep they we're like that. We're sharing that uh, wardrobe off Titanic, aren't we? And we've kicked Kate Winslet off, and we're both on it. Let's. Oh, I have lost my. I said before, didn't I? No, I, w- yeah. I won't lose my train of thread. I'll I'll remember. Can I do you remember Prof- Professor Martin's first thing though about Macmillan and wife? Yeah, what's right? he talking about there? Okay, right. Rock Hudson, big hunky handsome beyond belief movie star 
You've seen Rock Hudson. Yes, of course. Ice yeah. Station Zebra and, yeah. and, and stuff. Oh, was it Ice Station Zebra? I can't bloody remember now, but loads and loads and loads of stuff. And uh, then he gets a TV show at the point where TV detective shows kick off early 70s, yeah? So he does something original. I've told you there was the one where the whole world was mind-blown and tuning in to see Angie Dickinson in a series called Police Woman. And everyone's like, no, surely not. That's fucking crazy. That's like Martian policemen now, you know. And, yeah, that was one of the biggest that watches on TV, 20-odd, 30 million viewers, yeah, because it's called Policewoman. Can you believe that? And then, um, so, yeah, Matt Millen, they did the thing about, you've heard the phrase of um, behind every great man is a great woman. Mm-hmm. And that is the most misogynistic today. Saying that is the biggest insult you could ever give to somebody. It's probably why no one says it. Yeah, they they don't. So back then, that was a thing. So they went, Macmillan is the chief of uh, detectives, yeah? But it's his wife that's behind the scenes helping him solve the cases. So it was Macmillan and wife. So you had five seasons of Macmillan and wife, which had an excellent uh, theme tune by Jerry Fielding which you can find online if you look on YouTube and go, oh, Macmillan and wife theme tune. Really nice, really fey, really nice. It's relaxing. If you feel suicidal, it's enough to pull you a little bit back towards the edge. You'll still jump, but it might buy you a few minutes, you know. And um, the then the the woman who played the wife decided, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not playing with Rock Hudson at that point. If you remember what happened with Rock Hudson later, it was a bit. It, it turned out that he was um, an instrumental figure in actually getting to the bottom of the AIDS crisis because he was on. Uh, he started to be ill, and it turned out he had AIDS. And everybody on Dynasty that he was in all started to get tested for AIDS oh, and God, all the rest I of it. Big drama. Got AIDS because because they just kissed him. Right, like Linda Evans kissed him and Joan Collins, and then he weirdly were got people so freaked out over getting tested that they actually made the breakthroughs and found out how it was being bloody transmitted. It's so odd, this story, and I am getting back to the, the important bit. The uh, So the actress playing his wife then leaves, and then there was a sixth season, yeah? And guess what it was called, Chris? Uh, wife and Macmillan. No. Wife. Well, the actress has left, who oh. plays wife. Okay, um... Uh, rocks off. No, it's called Macmillan. Oh, it was close. Right. So, so how do you think they dealt with? Right. It's five seasons, and by the way, it's all them episodes per season. We've gone through this before. Yes, we are. So we're on season six now, and then you've lost her. The rock. The the, the un, no pun intended. The rock of his life. The the anchor for the show. She's gone. Gone. Right. So you've got to start this new season. Right. How do you think they dealt with that? Died of AIDS. No. Well, there wasn't a thing then. Well, it probably was around, but it was like 1976, 78 or something, you know. No, there was just one line where, oh, I'm sorry about your wife dying of cancer. I know, it's okay. And then they just got on with the show. Unbelievable. There you go. Unbelievable. That's an, know, a the... season-long arc of any yeah. show now, yeah. you know. And people people still want to go back to them. Oh, the good old days of TV. Ooh, yeah, nonsense. You know. Good Back to days. animation. You said that Puss in Boots was your favourite of the of the year. Now, the one I enjoyed the most. Well, I think it made fine. me happiest that's fine. watching. 
that's that's absolutely it's probably fine. not the best film this year, but I no, enjoyed it the most. It's fine. Is that's it? not my point. It's mm. not my point. I thought you... we had to explain ourselves when we're reviewing films. Yeah, you did. You reviewed it a couple of episodes ago. Mm. Yeah, in great detail. Mm. Yeah, but sorry, I'm not trying to bore you. That animation style was very different from what we were just describing. That is going from the traditional CGI and applying lots of different animation techniques. In is that. it? Yeah. Go it, on. It was like a... Tell um, me more. It was like a um, Into the Spider-Verse almost, wasn't it? I or didn't notice this. At least, there's at least sequences in there. They do push oh. the envelope beyond that traditional... It's You know what? If you weren't noticing it, that means you're in fully engaged I did. I did story. not notice that at all. I so didn't. it's not that false, shiny, sanitised CGI well, that sad, we've though. been... Sad. I'm sad that I missed it because I would. I'll watch it again though, gladly. Yeah, because it's your favourite. The story was so good. The story was so satisfying. You know, when you're watching, you're reading all this shit in the news, and everything's so down and depressing. And then, and then I, I just switched off for an hour and a half, and I forgot about everything. Yeah, that's great. I can't wait to watch it. Honestly, I'm not joking. You, you, you will not find it a waste of time watching it. Even if you're not even a massive fan of the uh, character or or Shrek, even if you didn't like Shrek, you can watch this. I'm a fan of Shrek two and Shrek four. Well, aren't you? Aren't you the um, the, the the ninja of Shrek? So if you want, if, Is that, do you want that as your title? If you want to see instead some, of editor in chief, ninja of Shrek. Not really. It's cool though, isn't it? Yeah, it don't mean anything. It does. It means that you're the go-to guy for stuff. I'm not. I, I know very little about Shrek. Yeah, but everyone who thinks the second and fourth one, you're going to be like a real don. Yeah, because those are the ones no one likes, I've heard. Are they? Yeah. Oh, Two no, and four. no, and no. they're the only ones I like. Shrek Forever. Uh, that's four, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. No wrong with that. Forever After. Yeah, Shrek Forever After. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, the pop culture references in Shrek... Tedious. How are they aging? Badly, of course. If you if you fill a film full of pop culture references, of course, like eighty percent of them are going to become completely redundant. Well, I was just trying irritating. to think. Like, imagine it was made in, in the nineteen fifties and we were watching it now. <laughs> you know, it, it, it would be like, oh, them jokes about Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall would be just falling a bit flat, wouldn't they? You know. Yeah, and um, your your fella. Um, Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> oh, Fatty Arbuckle, man. He, he, he's a misunderstood character only in the fact that the, the jury misunderstood and he didn't get life in prison. Well, he did get convicted of murder, but it's a complicated story, that one. And, 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 and another but, one we've convert, covered but, at great length on this show. But what a fucking strange, strange IP to use for restaurants. I agree. Yeah. Peter Sutcliffe's. Come and come and get your juicy steaks at Peter Sutcliffe's. Coming down, down Sutcliffe's tonight. Yeah, Sutcliffe's. Yeah, but I'm like that with Frankie and Benny's. They're all them gangsters. Oh, they're they're genuine up, pictures. All they're not. They're up. not made up at all. Frankie and Benny don't exist. No, they're Frankie just and right. stock footage. The pictures on the wall in Frankie and Benny's were taken back in the day. They're genuine. And yeah, they've done them so that they, they, everybody's dead, long dead. That's why they've done it, so they don't have to pay for all these pictures on the wall. They're all murderers. They're all they're all murderers. They're all gangsters from that era that are killing people. But mm. but they love to come round and have a little bit of pasta. I know. Anyway, 
I've never been into all that gang- gangster culture anyway. Uh, but I wrap You're it into- up on animation. On. Yeah, the CGI stuff. If you if you like me and I think Mike as well, you're tired of all that. You've got to go and see Star Wars Visions Volume Two on Disney Plus. I'm uh, four episodes in, okay. and I've not finished all six yet because I've watched Episode Three three times. I'm it's going to surprise good. you. Go on. I'm going to shock you. I watched. Um, I watched the first season. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I haven't watched it until now. And I watched it because you mentioned it on the show. Mm. So I got my way through the first one. I love that character, Ashoka. Um, I I thought that 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 was... Tales of the Jedi. Oh, Tales of the Jedi. Oh, right, not Vision. Oh, no, no, I get the two mixed up. I do apologise. This is the one where it's all different animation styles. Yes, all different animation styles, uh, different animation studios from around the world. The first volume was just Japan, and now... That it's all okay. all around the world. Check out just if you've got fifteen minutes. Yep. Check out episode three, Screech's Reach, by an animation studio in Ireland called Cartoon I watch, Saloon. I will watch all these. It is incredible. But with Tales of the Jedi, yes. here's the thing. Go on. I start to watch it. Yeah. And I thought the first one, okay. Yeah. And then then you've got and it cuts about a little bit, and then it got to episode four. And it was the Sith. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe how important that is if you're a Star Wars fan. That is almost essential. I, I, In fact, I'll go so far as to say some of the events in, in the, the actual movies are nowhere near as important as what goes on in this episode. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but if you haven't seen uh, Disney Plus, if you like Star Wars, watch Tales Tales of the Jedi. You persevere through the. First, I don't mean they're, they're terrible. The first one's not that bad. They're not that bad, but the fourth one is something else. It's mm-hmm. a. It is a masterpiece. It is a missing bit of the puzzle to me. It's one of those great chapters in Star Wars when you watch it, and it will forever change the way that you watch. Correct. Movies. Correct. Yeah. And I'm actually playing a, a game called Assassin's Creed, where the the guys buggered off the assassins, and he's now a Templar. The, the you're playing the enemy in this game. Right. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. And it's so similar to what happens with oh, Dooku. It's so similar. It, 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 it's amazing. I watched it at the same time and playing that. I could have done watched that at any time, played that game at any time, and they're both the same. So I, I thought that was great. Oh, fantastic. Are we doing without another break and just carrying on? We're at uh, 38 totally up minutes to you. Too. What's your strength like? What's I'm all right. I'm good. And You're we've got okay. some emails to get through. You see, I'll, I'll tell you something, though. I'm very impressed with Professor Martin. And the fact he watches Steptoe and some because I can't watch that at home. Yeah. No, we've done the emails. Yeah. Are they, are they no, no others? No. No, we've we've done them all. Okay. There we go. We've done them all. Right. Can I give you some bad news? Get go some on. bad news out of the way. Go on then. They're doing another Blair Witch. <laughs> Announced oh. this week. Yeah. Can you believe um, it? And what, what, where does this fit in the um, chronology? Because we've had Blair Witch 1. Which was supposed to be found footage. Yeah. Blair Witch Two was supposed to be them guys in the real world oh, talking that was, about that. Was that, an odd right? one, wasn't it? Book then of Shadows. The third one was a kind of a sequel. Was it a sequel to the first or the second one? It was one of the worst experiences at the cinema until Avatar Two. 
that and Avatar <laughs> 2 are the worst two experiences at the cinema I've ever had. I I actually went to see the they called it Blair Witch, didn't they? They did that thing that pisses me off where they go, oh well, it's the Blair Witch and Blair Witch Two colon fucking Oscopy or whatever it was called. Oh, I don't that's remember clever. what it's called. Colon Oscopy. Whatever yeah. it was called. I can't remember. Wanna... Something to do with a witch, wasn't it? And, and then the third one, they went, oh, I know, we'll do a Fast and Furious. And, uh, and you remember when they just went Fast and Furious? Oh, there, there's yeah, no, there's they, no they, other film yeah, series yeah. in the history of the world that has a and worse the title fi- The system. Final Destination. Instead of Final Destination 5, they went with The Final Destination. So these guys went, oh, Blair Witch, this is going to get everybody that 10 years ago watched that film. And I went to, it was the equivalent of, like, see film first. Oh, by the way, it's called show film first now. Right, okay. Yeah, that's why I've not been getting stuff, so I re-signed up last week. After the show, oh, what we... I searched for see film first, and it's they've got the same website. It's called show film first, so they can have, you know... The SFF thingy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. did it not port over? Well, no, well, no the... they've rebranded it. But no, well, it didn't port over. No, I, I've not been getting any of these. So I've missed out on all these bad experiences that you and Martin have had. That we were talking about the other week. Correct. Right. So now I'm back. I'm back with show film first now. Right. So, so it is show film first. If you want to waste your time seeing something that you think might be all right because they're giving tickets away, but you go and it turns out to be even more shit than you thought it would be, show film first, get signed up, and, um, you know, I'll take money off them if they want to sponsor this, but I'll start talking nicer about it if they do. The only thing about Blair Witch, this new one, is that it can't be worse, can it? It well, why, well, well, why, why, why are you people out there? Still, Don't blame. Still, I am blaming them the because listeners. no, no, because if if you lot were not Again, supporting stop, this stop, film, stop chastising the listeners. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How do you I know apologize. that they're the ones that are supporting Blair Witch? Someone is, aren't they? I'll find you. I hunt. I'm like the witch. I'm the Blair Witch Finder General. Me, That's right? Funny as well, I yeah. I will find you and I'll deal with you. No, these films would not be made if they did not think there was somebody who thought it was great. You've got a mate, the guy with the beard. He thinks they're brilliant, and he's a nice guy, No, he and lo- it annoys me. He loves the first one. Oh, God. He loves it. See, what, what's his name? Oh, we Graham. don't want to say. It's Graham. Is it okay yeah, to no, say Graham? He, he loves it. And you know yeah. I like the guy. Yeah, he's a top dude. But I don't know what's going on with that. I know, but maybe it's And because... I'd have him on here to discuss it. I would. I'd give an hour to that. Maybe it's because he's significantly younger than we are. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's about ten, probably about ten years younger. Shit, he looks older than that. I'm sorry, Graham. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're still welcome on. You just don't don't get annoyed over me saying that. Though. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it was that perfect time in 1999 that, that you that came needed out. A, a a shit cut up little mess to get excited about with a guy stood in a corner. At the end, after like uh, an hour and a half of snotty-nosed antics with sticks and tents and stuff, yeah. That's a, the, that third one was a worse crime than the first. 
I, d- I love Adam I, Wingard as well. I, I don't know not, what he was thinking. I did with not that. know that you'd actually sat through the whole thing. I didn't know whether you'd watched it or not. I, oh, yeah, I, I went to the cinema. I've seen all three at the cinema. Okay. Oh, the second one at the cinema. Book of Shadows, yeah. Nobody's seen that at the cinema. Yeah. I, I speak to people and they, they say, was that? Released at the cinema? Are you sure oh, it was? They yeah, they think I'm making it up. No, hundred percent. So it was also directed by Joe Berlinger, who did that oh, incredible oh, Jesus. documentary series called Paradise Lost. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah. his, right? You know about the um, the the the. I think it was the Robin Hood's Woods. Nah. No. Uh, oh, I don't know. Anyway. Robin and the Seven Hoods. No, no, it wasn't. No, I know it's not. It's just that I know that. No, it a was about child murders. So yeah. let's keep it serious. Oh, child murders! Yes, there we go. A, it was about like the, Mounty. It was a. It was about He's the, playing one. It was about the wrongly convicted uh, group of um, uh, kids. No, oh, okay. Uh, who were blamed because they were goths? No, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, blamed for these child murders, and they well, went being to prison a, a a lapsed a, goth, I I know what that feels like. We got blamed for everything. Well, That's it, why we hung out in our own club, the Banshee, and the um, and the alternative room, uh, alternative room at Placemate Seven. I think that was uh, bar number five. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know. You, you know. You, you know. Uh, cars, but you know. Cars. Gary Newman. That'd be on. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Gary yeah, Newman, yeah. 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 Well, that was alternative back then. Yeah. You know. You think it's all pop now? That don't you? Do you boogie on down? It's so it not really. Then. No. Okay. No. I think it's a classic track. I think you're right. Yeah. Steve, Do you really like it? Yeah. I love Gary Newman, yeah. No, I mean that one track. Yeah. Do you not think that? No, 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 no. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, oh, good. Awesome. You know what? I don't get time to ask him stuff like this <laughs> normally. We're too busy. Steve Logan says, hi guys, just wanted to say love the show, love the station. I tell everyone about you. Best wishes, Steve. Right, you need to keep that quiet. I know what you're telling everyone about us. About? About us. No, no, tell everyone, Steve. No, that sounded like a threat to me. He's got... got Whenever anybody says I'm going to tell everybody about you to me, it's it's usually a threat, that. Okay. Oh, it's Mouncy. I just spat out my weak lemon drink when I heard Chris <gasps> describe David Bellamy as a na- naturist. <laughs> naturalist. No, he's right. I don't know yeah. what he wore no, in the privacy of his own home, but no. I always thought he was a naturalist. No, you fucked that up. I did. I he's got it right. the wrong way. He's right. You fucked that up. <laughs> as right. you were. Oh, but you Cheers, fucked Mountie. it up well. No, I mean, I did. if you're going to mess that up, that was, that was good. Yeah. Oh, we got off a sequel yeah. in the mail. Here we go. It's Mounty again. Whoosh! Robert Aldrich. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. I remember him as Peter, the tennis He's coach not dead. in soap, passed away Is from cancer dead? in 2002. That's why I've not seen him on TV. No, but Mike, that was 21 years ago. Fucking so don't be getting your phone it. out. I'm just, I, I need to check. I just want to, I just want to no, see. No, trust in Mountie. I do trust him, but I want, you know when you want to see something and you see the first thing. Right, you know what, here's a question for you all, including you, Right. When someone passes away that you kind of like and and it comes out, the BBC, Sky, whatever, you get the notification now, don't you? You yeah, don't maybe hear you, off someone. You didn't have a phone 21 years ago that could deliver That's a notification. That's I'm talking about now. I'm asking you a question about now, right? Should they do right? all the historic ones? Is that what you're saying? No. 
Let me d- let Lou me. Luferingo's dead. I want to know if, if I'm the only. I want to know if I'm the only one who does this right. Even though you've seen an app and it'll say something like Isaac Hayes has passed away, Roger Moore has passed away, whatever. Somebody that you're bothered about that you thought was really nice, although although Isaac Hayes, it's borderline. You don't know. I mean, they turned him into a kiddie fiddler on uh, South Park. He was he turned Scientologist a bit bad, but Roger Moore never did. And um, you see it, and they're gone. Oh, they've passed away. They're dead. And then you go to Wikipedia just to see it, the page load up and then go, da-da-da, was an actor, da-da-da, was a thing. And then the minute you see that, which is weird because you've just had two messages, one from the BBC, one from Sky News, yet you go to the source that is um, Wikipedia, which is the only one you can log on and literally change. But I need to see that before I oh, upset they've gone. So you, you're saying that Wikipedia is your ultimate source. Yeah, and it's deeply flawed. Okay. Deeply flawed. I mean, it, it's just not accurate at all. No, I'll have to... I, I accept what he's saying. He's died, but... I mean, he was young, though. He was young. He was a young thruster in Vegas. He was, like, what, 28 or something? What happened? I don't know. You'll have to hit Wikipedia after the show. No, well, I can't get internet at the moment. Mounty actually uh, rubbish recommended this show from. So it was his it was his favourite show yeah. of last year. Now oh, okay. I'd only ever seen the pilot episode of From. So, but last night I decided to because I was inspired by TV Zone uh, reading it that day. Yes. you know the the one for the next issue, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer through From. I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, crack on with it, and I watched five episodes last night. Okay, uh, and it is great. If you if you love horror, yeah, you need to get on this because that show pulls no punches. Okay, it's about a small town that if you drift if you drift into it, you're not getting out of it. Yeah, you're stuck there, trapped in time with a collection of oddballs, and these oddballs after they're getting on with life. But yeah. every night you've got to once the sun goes down, yeah. All got to go indoors. So, like the prisoner, a bit sort of, mm, yeah, kind of, but the prisoner didn't My have these shows, uh, of them. didn't have uh, supernatural entities, demons coming out of the woods that pass through Deep. the town every single night at the same time, yeah. And they all represent oh, right, someone's okay. loved ones, right? And oh, they're begging oh, to be let, let back in. Oh, but shit. if you engage with them, they're gonna uh, rip your guts out. These are my ex wives. <laughs> no, it sounds like them, because they drift around, and you know you get invited. Oh, come on! Harold Perrineau is in it from Lost. He's great. Anyway, uh, great recommendation, Mountie. I'm glad Good, that ma'am. I trusted him with that and cracked on. I uh, look forward to watching the rest of that this week. But there's another one. I think you can find it on Now TV right. at the minute. From so, terrible title though. Okay. There is one um, email that we've got that we can use in between our final bit now, where we're going to just chat about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. There are a lot of dickheads on uh, line that are very anti, oh, MCU, it's been around that long, oh, it's all rubbish now, oh, phase four, phase bore more like, Rah. and this has come along. And there's even more controversy with this one because it's James Gunn and he was with the first one and he was... Everybody thought at the time that 
Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be the point where the MCU tripped up. They they had chosen unknown characters or or not household names like Iron Man, whatever. But they were all at least earthbound and relatable. They were in on Earth. They were in places. Even for it starts off in Asgard, but he ends up in a, a midwestern town that you can you can get your head around. Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy was goofball entertainment out there in space with weird characters. Even I, I'd, I'd read both versions of the comic book, the first one and the second one. And even I was like, okay, well, you know, it's a gamble. We'll see. But this was the point where everyone went, yeah, this is going to go wrong. Not sure about this, including one of our fucking writers who uh, sent me a really lengthy he wanted to um, print an article in the magazine, and I'm not going to name his name, but he said, uh, well, and I said, no, I'm not going to be negative about this. This film series is actually doing really well, and I don't edit, the, but I, it, whatever goes in the magazine, I was editor then, not you. So I, I said, okay, I actually don't think this is accurate, what you're saying. Because he was basically saying that, that this was going to be a disaster, that nobody, when they hear that even the phrase Rocket Raccoon, will be on board. And I went, well, you don't know our readers then. Because I, I agree, it's out there, it's a stretch for them, but they have done the homework on this, and, and, and we know what happened. It took 800 million at the box office. And you're saying, like, 800 million sounds like not that good, but the Marvel movies hadn't built up the steam then. So taking seven, eight, nine, the first movie that took a billion was The Avengers, and it was only surpassed when you had Avengers Infinity War and Endgame when you'd got this massive following, you know? So the, the that would have been um, the point they felt. And weirdly enough, lately with Phase 4, everyone believed the same thing with The Eternals and went, oh, well, they know what they're doing. I mean, it sounds oddball and it's unrelatable. And these characters seem a bit odd, but, you know, we trust them. And that kind of did what people were scared that Guardians would do. Yeah, did anyone say yeah. that about the Eternals? No, some people said they trusted Marvel. Yeah, of course, yeah, they did. Uh, not en masse, not yeah. the same as they did because they want the fervor. But people were at that point, if you loved the MCU and you weren't one of these YouTubers wanting to hate watch everything in sight... You were like, well, we've heard this before and they've come round and shown us that they're capable of turning characters that might seem a bit odd into something lovable. But they were lovable assholes, the Guardians. And these were, they were like, it was the Eternals to me. They were kind of like them posh kids at school that we used to shove their heads down the toilet. That's the second time you've used that analogy tonight. I know, yeah. <laughs> you've topped and sailed it. Yeah, with I know, the, I'm uh, so sorry. Sh shuffing heads down toilets. Yeah, I know, I know. I Poor didn't Aubrey do it. I, I, I kind of watched Poor most the Eternals. Of it. Yeah, I know, but. What the the key there is they're not relatable whatsoever, and all other MCU heroes, even yeah. Thor himself, eventually yeah. became very relatable, and yeah. the Guardians en masse yeah. are. Probably the most relatable. They're a dysfunctional family that we all have. 
Exactly. Yeah. They and are. And they're all misfits, yeah. which, you know, uh, I think a they're, large they're portion of that, the audience, including myself, you know, yeah. think, think gravitate of yourself as, as, a, as a misfit. You know? It's not that crazy when us lot go out like we were at the pool all the other night. And um, I'm not saying we're, we're as outrageous as them, but we've all, we're all a bit odd. <laughs> What's odd about a pool hall? No, about us lot. The people that were there. Oh no, we're we're all, we're all odd. We're all odd. I was watching the other people not, around us, and we were we were odd. I don't think that's a negative. I've, I've no, never I thought that's I a don't. negative. I don't, and that's and why it's the reason. You know, it's why, one of the reasons I'm sat here. It's that's one of the why, reasons that we yeah. do what we do, and that's why Guardians worked. And I think it was uh, amazing, and it showed people that. But but what about Guardians? One, oh, you, right, number two. Go. Second one, people thought, mm, it's not quite as good, but, you know, they altered a lot with that. That wasn't the comic book. They they reached a lot with that. The The living planet was just something they thought was a cool idea. That had nothing to do with Star-Lord, Peter Quill, or the Guardians. It had nothing to do with them, and they just added it in. And... I still enjoyed it a lot. I did. I enjoyed it probably more than you did. I thought the no, de was I great. No, I enjoy volume two. I've got no beef with it oh, whatsoever. Right. I thought it's... you didn't enjoy it the night no, we no, went to I... see it. No, you I... thought it wasn't as good as It the... wasn't, but that doesn't mean I didn't no. enjoy it. You the know, first that's one's the a classic, pro- though, isn't the it? The problem when you put something, one, but uh, one no. piece of art against another piece of art and go, yeah. fight. If you need to reduce oh, it to yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, then no. one is always going to look like the yeah. lose. It's just silly. But you it's know. still a damn good film. It's a damn, yeah. damn good movie. So, the, you know, yeah. my, I don't think the script is as yeah. tight in the in the second yeah. one. So you've had drama behind the scenes with Peter, with, I said Peter Gunn then. Dun, 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 you know what I mean? Uh, it's James Gunn. And there's been drama behind the scenes and then he was got rid of and then brought back and then here we are. He's got the job at DC. So everybody's like, he, he is in such a weird position because he had to sign off on one of the big surefire hits of the MCU, then go over to DC, then carry on doing his job there. With all these people, the Snyder Knights going, you've sacked our hero, Henry Cavill, that we never went to the cinema to see, but I've heard that he was ace and, and you sacked him, you bastard. Uh, you fucking morons. You Snyder Knight morons. Uh, so he's caught in the middle of all that. And then some people were knocking him because he was promoting that film. And his answer was absolutely amazing. It was like, like imagine that I left Starburst magazine next week and I got a job at, uh, 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 I was I was going to say something stupid like uh, Empire, but no, we go with some shit magazine. But imagine whatever magazine take it was. Take a break. Yeah, I go to take a break, you know, whatever. But the last week I'm here, I'm, I'm tweeting out the latest issue with the mag, the last <laughs> one I did, you know, and all that. I would think my new employer would think, yeah, you better be doing that because I'm going to expect you to do that if you ever lose me. Yeah. And that was his answer. He yeah. said, this is my last movie with them guys and I'm going to do my work the best I can until until it's over. And he certainly did, didn't he? I yeah, mean, he we, did. We've got one yeah. minute to go, I'm afraid. I know. Uh, so I'm just going to read Geldard's email uh, out about Guardians 3. Absolutely adored Guardians Volume 3. Just pure escapism. Really enjoyable. Two and a half hours flew by. Possibly my favourite of the three. Fantastic. I agree. Yes. Yeah, there we go. That's how you do a review. 
Nice one, Geldad. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> with, with the clock ticking. Look, but it's they, got comedy. They, okay. they amped up the comedy. They amped up the heart. And the action is exhilarating. I missed the soundtrack by Tyler Watts' face. They wasn't as much orchestral. I don't remember, and okay. there was hardly any of it. It was just literally, if I've got any criticism, it was drowned out by tunes. It was drowned out by a soundtrack. Of, Some... They took the volume one, volume two tape to volume three. Let's do the 90s. Let's do into 2000s, loads yeah. of music. It was great, and I'm, st- I'm going to love watching it again. Can't wait. But... You know, there was more of that, and it could have done with maybe one or two less tunes and more. I like the Guardians theme tune for music-wise. You know, the um, though those soundtracks were pretty good. The, it's you a had lovely a, little gimmick, yeah, yeah. But you had, but you had the orchestral, and the you had the actual um, old tracks. You know, yeah. I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. But here's the one thing: we'd just seen EO. We were in a frame of mind where we want to be vegetarian, uh, almost watching that. And boy, the best bits of this film are involving Rocket Raccoon and the culmination of his story arc, I think. Absolutely. What an amazing thing that we've got a movie starring a raccoon. Yeah. And that can elicit so much emotion from you. It's incredible. What What a weird, wonderful movie this is. The lady sat next to me was howling. I could hear her. To, she nice was crying thing. her eyes out. Yeah. And and loads of people were blubbing her. I it was this is what you'd get if you got EO into a mainstream cinema for people to watch. Yeah. And and that that's all I can say anyway. Four stars uh, from me. Four stars from me as well. And uh, a strong four stars yeah. as well. I really enjoyed it and I hope you've enjoyed this show. And remember, we've got the two-question rule brought in now, <laughs> right? And we will, uh, with passion and verve and valour, yeah, PVV. Okay. That's our thing. So we've got a two-question a rule with a PVV, you know, tagline. We will do our best. And thank you. Everybody that emails in has taken some time out, and we appreciate it, and we really do. Right. I've been Mike. He's been Chris, and we will see you next week.
to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe. TV and movie theme bar, 109 Portland Street, Manchester. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Compost Corner. Compost Corner! It's very, very special guest. My great personal pleasure to reintroduce our old friend David Bellamy. Come in, David. Hello. We all quiz. Isn't it marvellous to be here on my favourite programme, Compost Corner? Compost Corner! And first of all, may I say I've been delving into the world of genetics and mutations with all the lovely little plants. And the other day, I crossed a climbing bean with a thistle and got a runner that wears little spikes. <laughs> Just, Just a little joke then. You should have had Percy. Yes. And I've been getting into agric farming. And I've been getting into that. And the other day I crossed a pig with a tin of beans and got pork and windy. <laughs> <laughs> 